I take Joe Burrow. And what an upset you took the guy from the LSU. Uh, next, uh, the other quarterbacks in this draft, Justin Herbert or Jordan Love? Who you got? I'm going with Justin Herbert. I, I just think I know more about Herbert and his ability to perform under duress against big-time competition. I, I just think when you look at his athletic ability, how they allowed him to move in and out of the pocket, his size, almost prototypical, 6'4", 6'5", 230 pounds, what he can bring. Wouldn't surprise me if the Los Angeles Chargers, who are looking for a mobile quarterback, jump on Justin Herbert. And finally, some people are saying this could be the greatest wide receiver draft ever. All right, I think we're back live. Technical difficulty, folks. My bad, my bad. One man show here. And you've been watching, debating on college quarterbacks. Who's the best college quarterback uh, coming out this year? You got several in a deep class. <clears throat> you got Burrow, who's definitely going number one. You got Tua, who's going high as number three to five, which I think is bullshit. Uh, I don't think he's a three to five talent with the way he's injured. Um, oh, we got uh, JB in the house. Um, who was on Tua? Then you got Justin Herbert, Herbert from the Oregon Ducks. Uh, he's a probably a top twenty talent. Let's see where else we're live at. Everywhere but YouTube. So let's finish this video. So who you got, Jerry Judy or C.D. Lamb? I'm going with Jerry Judy. You know, people talk about he's the best route runner in this draft. That's true, but he's also a very explosive receiver. And what route running allows you to do, it allows you to get separation. So you don't always have to be a, a Tyreek Hill or a Henry Ruggs type speed guy to get separation. You can get separation by understanding how to run routes, get it in and out of your breaks, that can create the separation you need. I think Judy's going to be outstanding on the next level. McShay has him projected right now 11 to the Jets. Who you guys have? Tua has ankle problems. Yeah, you're right. Tua does. He got ankle problems and hip problems. Um, I don't think he's a top 10 talent. I mean, he's a top 10 talent. He's just not a top 10 body. Put it that way. Um, to the wide receivers. City Lamb, the best one out there? Or is it Jerry Judy or Henry Ruggs? Me, me personally, I think it's Jerry Judy. I think he's just the fastest out there. Let's finish this video up. And McShay yesterday also released his draft tier rankings which are the highest graded prospects and only one of them is a tier one player grinding out with a 95 the man you see on your screen there chase young from ohio state so let's put this right in your wheelhouse booger as a defensive lineman is he in your mind the best player in this draft yeah green and it's not even close and, and by best player you talk about who has the, the the highest floor but also the highest ceiling even if chase young doesn't pan out to be what we all think he can be which is a hall of fame type player his physical tools would lead you to believe he can, at, at the very minimum, be a down-to-down, three-down player in this league. But I think a lot more is expected of him. 
when you look at the toolage that he's had, you look at what the defensive line coach at Ohio State, Larry Johnson, did with the Bosa brothers. Now Chase Young has had some of that same tutelage. I think you couple that with his physical skills, with his length. He's six foot six, six foot seven, 260 pounds. So he can beat you with speed. He can beat you with power. The technique that he's going to get, not only that he had at Ohio State, but what he's going to bring to the National Football League, when he gets the expert coaching down in and down out every game, I think he's going to be outstanding. His ceiling is super high, Greeny. Well, it's an interesting point because his floor is also high. There's, there's very little risk, which is exactly. to say, <clears throat> impossible to think he won't be at least reasonably good. Give me a comparable. Like, who, who does he? Chase Young, best player in the draft, without a doubt. Say what you will about Joe Burrow. Yeah, he had a monster year. Uh, year, uh, Just a year nobody's ever seen before. But pound for pound, Chase Young is the best player in this draft. If I, if I was the Atlanta Falcons, which is the hometown team here, I would do anything to get this guy. Falcons need defense. He's the best defensive player in the draft. I would I would sell out to get this kid. I really would. What do you What do you guys think? He remind you of in the NFL. Well, when you think about players that can play with speed and power, big guys, think about Mario Williams coming out of NC State, uh, a guy Greeny that was 6'6", 270 pounds, but could also run four five, four six. You talk about some of the bigger players. Look at a guy like J.J. Watt, guys that can turn the edge. But also maybe in a sub package, the NASCAR package, he could reduce down inside. He can play anywhere, especially in a pass rush situation, inside or out. I think the versatility that he brings is outstanding. JB in the chat says that uh, Chase Young will be a bust. Uh, I would like for you to elaborate on that, young sir. Uh, I don't believe he'll be a bust. I think that's his hate talking. I believe that is his pure hate for the Ohio State, the Ohio State University. Let's see here. What else should, where else, NBA, oh shit. I thought my computer had froze up. Not NBA draft, NFL draft. Uh, let's see if we can find a couple more videos to dissect on here. I'm still waiting for uh, JB to say uh, why he was a bust. He'll be a bust. Let's see if we can find any more NFL draft videos. No, I'm not seeing... Reminds me of Clowney. He needs one more year to develop more. I'm calling BS on that. Yeah, he had that little suspension. He had his little whatever that was that happened. Um, and still the best player in the league. I, I, I think he's a once-in-a-generation type talent. I think he's better than Clowney. Here we go. It's two of the biggest drafts bust ever. Well, we're not watching that shit. That's 31 minutes long. We can't we can't risk listening to Jalen for 30 minutes.
let's go over here to this nice little website I pulled up from NFL.com. Uh, got first round, I believe all the first round mapped out so far, if they even have the draft at all in the month of April. Obviously, they got Joe Burrow going to the to the Bengals. Obviously, they need they need more Joe Burrow. They need a lot of stuff out there in uh, Cincinnati. JB says Bosa is by far one of the best right now. I agree, I agree. But he, I think Chase Young's on a different level, and so does Washington. Washington thinks he's the second best player in the draft. Peter froze up there for a second. Any more? Here's a notable Tua going fifth, position ranked second. I, I just don't him in front of Herbert. I just I just don't see it. Um, but they got him going back to back here. Got him going. What is that? One, two, three, four, five, five and six. Isaiah Simmons going to stay home in the Carolinas to play for the Carolina Panthers. Washington needs receiver. Yeah, but like I said earlier, Chase Young, you sell out for. You you, you sell out this year's draft for Chase Young. If, 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 fuck, man, if you're anybody. Cleveland getting the offensive lineman. Not sure why they're doing that. City Lamb going... They got him projected going to the New York Jets. I think it's a good fit for Henry Ruggs going out to Vegas. Whew. Andrew Thomas, a product of University of Georgia. Do I do I even want to get on the University of Georgia discussion? I wouldn't pick him if I had the last pick in the draft. He, he, he would just have to go undrafted free agent for me. I'd pick Simmons over Young all day more, a versatile player on defense. Uh, apparently, this, this young man is smoking crack tonight, uh, or has been heavily drinking. Jordan Love going to the New England Patriots. Probably not a bad fit. They obviously need a quarterback up there now. Whew. DeAndre Swift, University of Georgia. Top. Uh, I don't want to say it. Is he a, is he, is he a, is he a first-round talent? No. Is it because I'm hating on Georgia? Yes. take him at five so Miami's got to figure this all out and obviously uh, the situation with Tua because of the what we're living through right now makes it very complicated Mel appreciate you being on the show as always my question sure. would be this when Rex Ryan talks about how risky it is 
I would say I look at it uh, totally differently. My belief is that if you're an executive, you're actually playing with a little bit of house money, whereas the pressure mounts because you've got to make the right pick. If there was ever a circumstance with which you could go to a superior, an owner per se, and say, look, we did the best we could under the situation because the coronavirus prevented us from doing a physical examination and things of that nature and really probing as deeply as we're able to. All we could do was work the phones. We couldn't do anything else because of the circumstances. That might give you a mulligan there. That's my belief. What do you say to that? Well, I think it, you know people may look back and, and, and do that, Stephen A., and look at it because of the circumstances of what everybody's dealing with. It. You did have a limited amount of time, a limited amount of resources to make Still more Burrow and Tua Tagovailoa. I, I, I love saying his last name. Um, more of that talk. Uh, is Tua, it, for one, A, is he healthy enough to play this year? No, I don't think so. Uh, two, how long is it before he has to hit the really hit the weight room and really put on some NFL weight? Just in case if somebody comes down on that hip, he's done for. Do you spend a top five pick for him? If I'm signing a million-dollar check, no. Not in the first round. Not in the first round. Do you draft – let me ask everybody in chat. Do you do you use the first-round pick on a quarterback who has two bum ankles and a bad hip? Let me know, because I don't think you do. That assessment, but you also have the opportunity to audibleize to another quarterback. So Justin Herbert comes in without any issues. Jordan Love at Utah State. Joe Burrow goes number one. So I think it gets down to a roll of the dice on durability. And I think we can talk about the hip. The hip can be 100% ready to go. And you know, you're probably going to medically redshirt him anyway. We don't know if we'll have a season coming up in the fall. But I think if you look at Tua, Stephen A., uh, if you feel that he is going to be a great NFL quarterback, forget everything else aside, put just on ability, he's going to be great. The injury looks like it's going to be okay. Then will he be durable once he's in the league? You can say, well, you can say that everybody, but not quarterbacks that come in with already having injury issues in college. Most of the time, it moves on into the. JB, you're right, 100%, man. Dolphins' offensive line sucks. Look what they did to old Fitzpatrick. Uh, he got his ass kicked just about every game. Uh, he'll be hurt within the first five games. That, that's that's agreeable. First five. The NFL and haunts them. So that's where you have you have already that knowledge. Yet you're taking them, knowing there are legitimate durability concerns with a quarterback, a franchise quarterback like Tua. I contend that Miami Stephen A. could argue that away and say, hey, we took a risk that was warranted because it's risk-reward. We wouldn't have had him at five had it not been for the injury. That's the only reason why we didn't have to give up multiple draft picks on a team that's rebuilding and restructuring and has needs to fill, and they have the draft choices to do it. You take those picks away, and you get to it. Now you don't have to take those picks away, and you still get to it. That would be the argument I would make if I'm GM of the Dolphins. Right. Rex even mentioned that, that a team with you guys know why Tua will always be my favorite college football player. It, by far, one. Of the, I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's number one, but he's in discussion. What he did, and I think I think some of you are gonna know where I'm going with this. What he did as a freshman, 
coming into the national championship game against against Georgia. He stole one from the dogs. Stole one from the dogs. And whenever I can see their heart hurt that much, it's a great day at my book. JB chimes in with, if I could get off the line or right receiver and tank for Trevor next year. Yeah, you build up for Trevor. No doubt about it. Multiple first-round picks could take more of a risk in this case because they can also get another, at least one other high-impact starter, you would think, usually right from year one, depending on the position you take. But, Mel, what is the, the feeling now among GMs as it relates to first-round picks, because we see how valued the quarterback has become more than ever. They're overpaid compared to every position. You see a guy like Tua, when you, when you hear hip, at first you think Bo Jackson. Oh, my God, is he, how far is he going to fall? I'm thinking, will the Patriots have a chance to take him late in the first round? Even with a hip injury and multiple surgeries, if they see he can move around, people are thinking he's going to be a top-five pick. So if you took the temperature of GMs, and I know you do all, JB says the Dolphins should tank for Trevor next year. I think uh, if you're in dire, dire need of a quarterback, you tank for Trevor next year. Uh, Once-in-a-lifetime quarterback, um, would they make him cut his hair? I doubt it. But, you know, back in the old days, they I believe it was John Elway, they wanted him to cut, uh, one of them wanted to cut his hair. And he was like, yeah, fuck you, I'm not doing that. Uh, I could be wrong. I'm not normally wrong, but take it as you will. Hell, if I was any team in the NFL, I would think I would try to tank for Trevor. Even if you do have a starting quarterback, do you tank? Fuck yeah. You don't know how long that quarterback's going to last. No, Trevor, you can at least get five, six years out of him. Have you seen him run before? Runs like a baby deer. Often, as it relates to this issue, with a first-round pick, are you generally willing to risk it on a high upside quarterback, or must you get a Hall of Fame caliber player, particularly with an upper echelon first-round pick? Well, yeah, there's no guarantee on any of these guys. And you look back into history with Sam Bradford coming in, still went number one overall. Carson Wentz still went number two overall. And I can go through a laundry list of other names. And some have been hampered once they're in the NFL by an injury that you already knew was a durability concern. But just go back to two of them. It's not that you, you're taking the five and you're keeping the picks. My point is that you don't have to give up. If, the, if Tua came into this process. Holy shit, Mel has got uh, Isaiah Simmons going as high as number four. To New York damn he must have moved on him um, because I don't remember him being that high up on the list top 10 yes top 5 Whew. I don't know let me know what you think but Derek Brown at 7 he's got him going to the Panthers that, that's a good fit process healthy then you would have had to move up from 5 and there would have been no way of knowing if you were even going to get him unless you got the two and assuming Burrow goes one. And to go from five to two to get a healthy Tua would have cost you some of those draft picks. So you wouldn't have had those picks. You wouldn't have had those hole-filling opportunities with those draft choices to fill those voids at other positions. Now at five, they get him. He falls in their lap because of the injury. And then they can use those other picks, 18, late first, early second, to get players at those other spots that maybe they would have lost two. 
J.B. says Simmons is a beast. I agree with you. Uh, he, he, he was a beast at Clemson. I agree. Two of those picks had to have been healthy, and they would have been forced to give up those choices to move up to get them. Mel, the Cincinnati Bengals have recently come out and say they're not stressing that they can't meet with any player in person. Maybe that's obviously because they have their guy. What is the chance that Joe Burrow goes, would not go, essentially, to uh, the Cincinnati Bengals? I think it's a 99.9. .9. If you want to say 100, I mean, how can you not if you're the Bengals? You have a chance now, mm -hmm. as I've said all along, to build a third era of a great. Yeah, what could go wrong? Bengals drafted at number one. Nothing could go wrong there, could it? Um, their whole franchise has made a bad decisions. Do you give up? There's only one other player that you go for. It's either Burrow or Chase Young. It has to be. There's no other discussion for it. Uh, do they need? Who do they need more? What What do they need more of? Do they need more defense or more offense? Obviously, you go for offense. Offense sells tickets. Great team. They had the era with Kenny Anderson. They had the era with Boomer Esiason. They had some good moments with Carson Palmer and Andy Dalton, but not Super Bowls. They had, like they had the previous two. Now you have a chance with Joe Burrow to do what you did, like say with Boomer and with Kenny Anderson. So I don't. I think that because of Tua's injury, because of Chase Young being quiet in those final three games, made this decision easy. Uh, why would you want to give up that pick? You say, well, Miami is going to give you all these draft picks to move up and get them. Well, they better give up a lot of draft picks. And why would Miami do it? Because they feel Burrow's the best quarterback and he's going to be great. So if you're the Bengals and everybody needs a quarterback, you're in a division with Lamar Jackson. You're in a division with Baker Mayfield. You know, Pittsburgh is going to figure it out even after Big Ben retires. So. Speaking of Big Ben, have you seen the recent pictures of that guy? Definitely. Well, I was going to say something. I'm not going to say it would have been a little controversial, but I'm not going to say it. Uh, it's about him in Milledgeville. He looks like that kind of guy now. Uh, take it out, take that as you will. Um, the guy looks like he hadn't left his house in, in a year. But is the Bengals line good enough to give him time? Hell no, they're not. No way they... Poor Joey Burrow is going to get hit so many times next year. It's it's going to be un, it's going to be unbelievable. But do you? I mean, do you do you still not? T I mean, you got to take him, right? You you have to take him at number one if you're the Cincinnati Bengals. I believe I scrubbed through this earlier and didn't see much more. Would Tua be a better fit for Chargers? No. I don't think he would be. Has Cam signed anywhere? I don't think Cam's even signed anywhere yet. So that'd be interesting to see what Cam does. But as far as how deep this draft is, it's, uh, it's, it's probably one of the deepest drafts I've seen in a long time. Uh, should be fun. Should be pretty cool to see where everybody goes. Um, 
We're running about 24 minutes here. I think we're going to go about 30 minutes tonight uh, so I can check out these bugs, get these bugs taken care of on the on my end uh, to ex enhance the viewing experience. Um, we can talk a little wrestling before we go. I didn't get to watch WrestleMania last night. I watched the Friday nights. I watched the Friday. No, I watched the Saturday nights yesterday, and I didn't get to watch it live or pre-taped live yesterday. That was all fucked up. It was all convoluted, but you know what I'm saying. I didn't get to watch last night. But I did read spoilers. Brock Lesnar is no more the reigning world champion. Which, why would you put the strap on him anyway? Here, let's watch this quick little recap video. Well, there's no fucking audio. Today, the St. Louis Cardinals... Audio on that one. Why is there not audio on this one? Oh, they're just talking to him. I get what you're saying. All right, we're going to cut this one at, uh, short tonight. 30 minutes on the dot. We will check you guys later next time.